I'm Cameron Crump. And I'm Devon Johnson. And you just tuned into The Abandoned Church Boys. We are brought to you by Unconventional Faith Community, the National Benevolent Association, and the Disciples of Christ, and Resonate Media Production. It's funny because I think about like, how sometimes people will try to take your your faith and your your like belief away from you because of what they can see yeah. or what they they assume but deep down inside we've just been like church boys our whole life really that's it literally they used to in middle school they used to call me church they used to be like church come here <laughs> they used to call me church on the church bus um at Harriet Eddy they always called me church mm-hmm. they would be like church come here Yeah, because, you know, when God puts the light in you, no one else can take it out. Okay. Who could put asunder? No one. Ain't that what they say? (laughs) Not man. Okay. (laughs) No man could put asunder. Okay. Let me see if I got another question. Okay. But that was good. Oh, oh, Oregon. How old were we then? We were. I was. You were 16. 16. I was 15. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, man. We just want to say rest in heavenly peace. Coach, Coach Silva. Silva. Coach Joseph Coach Silva. Joey Silva. Really just mm. put together a, a phenomenal team. And he like and he did, really did coach us. He, he did coached us thing. in life. Like, yes, he was just yeah. a, a very, very like stoic person. He really didn't have much to say. No. But he had so much to offer. Yeah. Really did. And he, he was committed to us. He was. On and off season. He was. Yeah, for sure. And he just passed this year, y'all, and it's been that was definitely heartbreaking. Job well done for sure. And he was a coach to my dad. Really? He coached my dad. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, we were committed to Alex Van Dyke too because we drove from Stockton to Sacramento y'all to practice. Would show up from Stockton to Sacramento. But, but some of my favorite people were there, so it was like we were all practicing but also having a good time at the same time. Yeah. It was fun. Shout out to my homegirl, Deanna. Yes, Deanna Lawrence and, Rish- and Renisha. We love Renisha, hey, too. Love okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't even, was that my question to you? Yeah, that was your question to me. <laughs> I don't forget. Okay, it's your turn. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. I know we've been on an upbeat, but... You know, there are things that makes us, you know, irritated sometimes in our life. Okay. So what's, what annoys you the most? That's my question for you. Hmm. I would say, and you know, I'm not easily annoyed. Okay. And I'm not easy to anger. (laughs) Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, Let it turn into ASMR. You know, I cannot stand (laughs) when people. The way you closed your phone. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's on the. (laughs) (laughs) I can. I cannot stand (laughs) when individuals feel the need to prioritize or make their opinion the standard Mm. for other individuals. I mean, it irks my soul. It, I hate this saying, but I'm going to say it. It grinds my gears. (laughs) I think that's how it's supposed to be. 
uh, it just really makes me mad. Like, I don't like it. You know and what? People, the funny thing is people will sit up there and be so cavalier, mm-hmm. make their opinion the standard, and then don't have an opinion about <laughs> that what they do. Like, what? And they're just so far off. There's no way. There's only one way. There's... Uh, this is how it's supposed to be done. And it's kind of like, you know what? If you feel that strong about what I'm doing, who I am, then let me pass you off some of these bills so you can start paying Absolutely. for some of them. It's like, I do not like it. And, for sure. And especially when they don't even allow people to express themselves. They'll go and they'll ask a question. And it'll be a question like, they'll go into the question with intent, you know, with the intent of you better answer this like this, this way, way or that way. Right, right, right. There's there's a right answer before okay. I ask you. <laughs> okay. But but I'm here to tell you, you said this, this, this and that. This, <laughs> and don't do none of it. <laughs> and they will sit up there and oh, they will be like, oh, you know, they'll make faces or and I'm I'm gonna call you out every, every time. Every time. I was just going to say that. You know that about For me. For sure. You know it, I will call what it out. I, think, I don't care where I'm at. Which, what may annoy you also acts, activates the greatness in you. You know, um, some of what I witnessed, like, you really will take up for people. I always tell you, you're like the Harriet Tubman. My Harriet Tubman. When I came <laughs> we'll to, up in there. to Oakland, for sure, you were just, like, always willing to be, like, the voice for somebody yeah. who was voiceless. Especially me and a lot of the you know, things that I've experienced that, you know, you witnessed, but I haven't really spoken about. Yeah. For sure. Always just like, we're not talking to you. That's why. You <laughs> oh, that's from when I slammed my phone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cameron got a new phone. He loves, he loves new technology for sure. I, I be he loves it. But you know, you're right because I, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is I, my, I feel like my life purpose and passion is to be the individual I needed when I was younger mm-hmm. and to be the person my future self will thank me for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why I speak up. Like, I don't care where we are. I don't care of a title. It's just unacceptable. You're not going to take someone's experience, their feelings and then diminish first ask them mm-hmm. uh, you know like mm-hmm. people will set you up yeah for sure <laughs> people will set you up and will. be like and have a whole motive oh, and sure. you on on the innocent side just offering yourself you know and opening up will be like well i feel this way about you know, and they don't allow people to feel this is like, uh-uh. They want to shut That's you down wrong. with condemnation for sure. Yeah. Want yeah. you to feel bad. Yeah. And I don't answer. know what that is about. I don't know if that means like they go to like a circle after it happens and be like, let me tell you what happened to me More today, girl. More than likely. I had to tell, I had to pull out uh, St. John 13th, you know what I'm saying? All this, I had to pull out these scriptures on somebody. Levit- they love Leviticus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All these other things. For and sure. I'm to Levit- <laughs> Leviticus, you know? <laughs> and I just don't understand. I It doesn't... It, 
it annoys me. I'm getting annoyed now. <laughs> I feel myself getting annoyed. For me, I think how I respond to how, you know, my annoyance is I go to the individual, right? I may not be the person that's like the forceful one, but I'll definitely come behind mm-hmm. and just like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. tend to the individual because I know what you're doing. I can see things from a mile away. Oh, yeah. God has given me gifts. Come on. You you mad, but they're here. Okay. They're in me. They're and in they're you. unwrapped. They're unwrapped. <laughs> the gifts are unwrapped. Oh, we've, we've been they're working. They're being used. They've been working. <laughs> that, and I will say, like, I, since the, I will say since the pandemic, I know it sounds cliche, but that's when I really had to start, like, believing. And probably before that, when I yeah. started losing people. Um, relocating the loss of my father, loss of a good friend. Yeah. And then the pandemic, literally the year, the year after. Yeah. Not even the year after, the next year. You know what I mean? Um, just you really have to dig deep. Yeah. And so, for sure. It just made me more. Um, I will say, what's the word I'm looking for? Sensitive mm. to what God is telling me. Yeah. A lot of the times I would ignore it and just be like, OK, we're just, you know, going about your business or whatever. But yeah, I think I, I, I have a, a heightened sense of a feeling and just an awareness of like his presence. And when I feel it strongly, there's something that I need to pay attention to. Yeah. And then he'll just draw my attention to whatever it is. Yeah. And I still have a choice because sometimes I'd be like, well, God, I'm not, not going to do it. Yeah. Just, you know, but a lot of the times I'll listen and, you know, obedience for sure definitely yields positive results. So I agree for sure. I think you're right about that. Like mm-hmm. the pandemic is where. Excuse me. Y'all, I'm <laughs> the pandemic is um, during the pandemic was where I got the vi- the vision for unconventional faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a dreamer. I've always been a dreamer. Sorry, y'all. That's my email going off. See, um, he's busy. <laughs> uh, gotta live in Oakland. Gotta work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a I'm a big time dreamer. Um, okay. That's one of my gifts. I tell you that all the time. I'd be like, "Well, I had a dream." Like, and later things will be revealed from that dream but I'm always I've learned how to and I'm still honing in on the gift and learning more about it but I it's always revealed later on and so I think out of the pandemic for a lot of people it birthed a lot of things whether it came from loss whether Mm -hmm. it came from isolation Mm -hmm. whether it came from you know struggling or a combination of those things uh, yeah or all three you know Mm -hmm. um, I think that is a very, and, and you know, for me, I just going back to my annoyance mm-hmm. and what annoys me, mm-hmm. I don't understand how people can, all of us together, the whole entire world, mm-hmm. go through the same event like a pandemic where individuals lost loved ones, were in isolation. You learn things about yourself. How can we come out of that and still be so nasty? Just so nasty. Because, well, (laughs) I don't get it. You know, I do. Right. Because, okay, this is the thing. This is the part that I love about my church experience. 
are already in the head because we already know what's to come, right? Yeah. There are some things that are just truly undeniable about our experiences, about the um, the prophecies and things like that. So it's we're we're seeing a clear distinction of who's who, right? Yeah. There's people that are willing to say yes, and there's just people that are just going to be nasty all the way out. Yeah. And that's disappointing because you know that's not what God intends for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I you just refuse to see see the light, you know. And in the end, you know what? You're not the nastiness is not holding me back at all. You're only holding yourself, yourself. back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People being like, uh-uh, we do not accept that here. That is not welcome here. We do not want that over here. Uh-uh, we do not like that. it's just kind of like, you know what? I'm glad because there is not where I want to be at all. Thank you for uh, illuminating that, you know, making sure. Thank you. We, we, we really, we really are appreciative and that's why we feel good. Okay. And also, you know what I mean? It just, I find myself having more good days than bad days. And I find that I have the tools now um, that when I do have days that don't feel as great, I have friends Yes, I, I really have my faith and I friends that feel like family. Friends, friends that are family, family. Yeah, chosen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and tried and true friends. Yeah, you know, we blood have, can make us closer. And that's all. you for me for sure. Yeah, same. Look at I mean, look at where I am. And yeah, for sure, God doesn't make any mistakes. No, the people that He's given me, and I I always say this: like the the friends that I've had for the longest have always been my best friends. That's so funny you say that when you say God doesn't make mistakes. I was thinking the other day um, about something that happened and um, like feeling down about it. Mm -hmm. But then my faith was activated because there were so many times in my narrative before Mm -hmm. where something has happened and it turned out better absolutely for me than what I wanted for myself mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and something happened recently and I just was like oh, and I instantly found my faith being activated and I was like you know what this has happened to me before yeah and it turned out better than it would have if I went another route absolutely. so you know and it's so funny how experience drives the activation of our faith now Absolutely. my faith now is totally different than it was at 22 23 oh, being 35 sure. now you know what for, i'm saying sure. and so i think that is so important and and what i i find beauty in is that most of most of the friends that i have that are close to me have real faith yeah and 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 are not afraid to express that that's what that they have believed you know in god and and faith you know what i mean and it shows truly in how we can all come together you know what i mean and yeah. just really encourage each other motivate each other yeah. um lift each other up and be real with yeah. each other you know what i mean be real be real like we 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 don't have to be put on this perfect picture for each other or anything like when you've seen me I will. Okay, so I'm gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell this full story, but Cameron literally picked me up off of a street <laughs> street sidewalk, crying in tears. Literally picked me up and and put me in the car. 
that's, that's the kind of friend that I'm sitting across from right now. So it really is an honor to be doing this and like discussing faith of all things and have it be related to yeah. um, unconventional faith, um, you know, and everything that you're doing, because these are the things that no one expects from the life. Right. Mm. These are the things that everybody says can't exist when certain things exist you know what i mean and it's just yeah. a beautiful thing to see and it's my friends yeah my yeah. friends i'm not i'm not watching this pop you know this podcast or these great things happen to somebody i don't know and am inspired by i know you yeah i know a lot about you and you know a lot about me and we know each other's struggles yeah. and the things that we've you know come up um you know against while coming to these things, you know, and we've could we could have taken other routes, so many different, so routes. many different routes, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think people assumed probably because we were quiet about, you know, our struggles and, you know, just kept them in house with the, our trusted people. Yeah, they probably assumed some of those things. Yeah. But we were really persevering and motivating each other. And yes, I'm really, really, really glad were. that we like we're on the other side, but we're barely even scratching like the, the surface, surface. Yeah. we really are and I, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna say like I'm manifesting like greatness in everything that you do with unconventional faith with the podcast with anything that your heart's de heart desires because I, receive I, it. I see it I see it I, I see greatness it. in all my friends you know what I mean even with my cousin you know Renisha I'm gonna call her out again I, those conversations that I have, um, my cousin Leilani, like I, there's certain people in my life, um, my other best friend, Anthony, we really are working towards yeah. things. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. And it's not just physical, oh. right? It's mental. Yes. It's it's uh, it's intentionally writing things down. Mm -hmm. It's. Uh, checking in with yourself mm -hmm. and checking in with your friends. It's, yeah. Adap way. Adopting things that I see that work with you guys and yes. applying it to my life. And like, yeah. I am grateful that I get to just be with you guys. There's no, I don't have to be anybody other than myself. And it just feels good, you know, for somebody that has had to create a character character yeah for myself you know what i mean to protect myself protect yep. my younger self mm -hmm. i can't be my full self in so in, in certain um areas of life you know what i mean i can't be my full self at church i can't get up and say hey everybody i'm safe safe to safe sanctified and filled with the holy ghost but i also like to pole dance <laughs> i also like to have a little cocktail here and there you know what i mean like, now here's the and here's the here's the good thing about it that i now say to myself and I, I tell people all the time about this that we're always like you know I can't do that we can we yes, actually yeah. can now you, now we can't but the fact that we were in a mental space that we felt like I can't imprisoned. be my whole self when you actually can like that is scary that opinions and people can have such a hold on other people Absolutely. which is why it goes back to one of my biggest annoyances. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely, yeah, it's that's crazy. To and, you, me. and you know why? It, I think it, the reason why it annoys you and and me as well. 
everybody doesn't have the group we have. Yeah. Right? There are don't. some people who, who literally are surrounded by darkness and God, God will show you light, but not everybody can see the light. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sometimes and and it's an increasing um, issue amongst black men, any, any, from any demographic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. People are taking themselves out of here. Yes, they are. And they, they think that's better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it, it is, it's scary. It is scary. I've been there. Yeah. Several times. You know, I have. Yeah. He, I'm, We've I talked mean, about it. We've yeah. talked about it over and over mm-hmm. again, which is why I say, you know, the church is losing so many hard workers, pillars, mm-hmm. ministers, individuals with gifts, activists, people with pure intentions. Yeah. People that have real love in their hearts yeah. for everybody and understanding, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. you can come in and work those things out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm the church everywhere. And you know, and you know, I also feel like th- there are of course people that are there for self. You know, self-pleasure or Mm -hmm. attention, Mm -hmm. and it's not about that. And to me, you're actually limiting your experience because of the fact that if you're there for yourself or you have only one intention or you're just limiting your experience around faith around who you believe in because mm-hmm. whoever you believe in and your faith those things are only going to work if you allow it you know yeah. if you just open up the sides of the boxes let things out let them out let them breathe oh my goodness um great are the mysteries yeah for sure <laughs> i mean because I have seen so many things, so many great things happen mm-hmm. and from my childhood to now. Like what what was when I was in that space mm-hmm. of feeling like I have to be this way, I have to live a certain way, I have to mm-hmm. uh, uh, watch how I navigate life. And yeah. then growing into adulthood, and I remember my God encounter at 19. Mm-hmm. I remember when it happened and it was like, God just grabbed me by my collar and openly, I mean, in front of a church, openly told me, like, Mm-mm, you ain't going to be like these other ones. I love you. Same. <laughs> it Same. was like, I love you. Same. And you you love me and I can live and do some things. Like, For sure. I remember that that night. And it was out here in Oakland, California, but before I moved out here, it was wow. like months before I moved oh, out here. Just months before. Just months before. Okay. It was at a holiness convocation. You had to come back for more. I had to. It was a holiness convocation. Oakland is a holy land. Okay. Let's talk about it. it okay, really we is. got the Black Panthers it, here. It, it really <laughs> is. Seriously. It I mean, really is. It, I, I remember we were at holiness convocation. It was um, at Church of the Living God, Faith Tabernacle, Jesus Name Temple. Apostolic Church. Okay. And my man. uncle was the pastor. All right. Okay. Bishop Robert Harrison and my auntie. Shout out. Barbara Harrison. And I had just finished singing uh, the Anointed Pace Sisters when God is in the building as a solo. You see, then I tell you. <laughs> Hold on. 
And yeah, you know, and I remember my mom was sitting to, I was second row. I was in the second row of the church. And usually we sit in the back. There's this lady. God bless her. She's amazing. I, we used to be so scared of her. Her name was Prophetess Jet. She okay. always spoke in tongues and she would like, she go call you out. <laughs> we would be yeah. scared. Okay, well, I got a story and for you too. I, I didn't get to like experience her mm-hmm. until this moment. Mm-hmm. Out of all the many years that I've seen her, this was like my first time experience. So I was sitting behind her mm-hmm. and my cousin Rodney, rest in heavenly peace, he's, he's no longer living. Um, my cousin Rodney got up to speak and like started speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and um, he made everybody stand up. Oh, I was scared. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I was so scared. All I could think you to myself it. was, you know, uh, all I could think to myself was, this is it. Lord, the Lord's about to bust me out that I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you knew. And what's funny is that was the year I lost my virginity. I had like just recently lost my virginity. Oh wow. Like yeah. Okay. And so um, I was so scared. And we you called the church 310. Yeah, I was 19. Okay. And um, convocation see, also. You held on for a long time. Oh, thank you. I did very well. You did. You did. Okay. You know I held on. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> and so um, I was so scared. I was like, Lord, this is it. Well, my mama's standing next to me. I got prophet. If my cousin don't do it, prophet is chat sitting right here in front mm-hmm. of me is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And my cousin started speaking in tongues, and um, he started talking, and I remember him saying, like, stopping, like he was shocked. Mm. And his voice, now I know my cousin, and it was like his voice and, like, countenance changed when Mm. he was talking. And he was like, he stopped in shock and was like, there's fear in the room. He was like... There's fear, and there's no need for you to be fearful. Don't be scared. I love you. And it was like he was talking, like, Mm. directly to me. Mm. And while he was saying that, it was like God, like, grabbed me by my collar. Oh, he did. dipped me in a pool of love. Mm. Okay. It was like I've – it was the moment – it was, I can't even, ex- let me tell you something. The moment you the believed. The moment it was, and not even just believed, it was, I found out what it feels like to go from, instantly to go from being fearful to being cared for and mm. loved. Mm. And I started drowning in it that it felt so good. Okay. That I tried to like contain myself. Like okay. I tried to sit there and be like, like I started doing that like because I didn't want to scream or be like I was trying to contain myself because it was quiet you know and I'm like pushing my knees to my abs like you would have thought I was doing walk ups at the at track practice mm-hmm. I was like mm, like just trying to contain it and he, was, he just kept on he was like I love you this is a sweet spirit he was like I love you there's no need to be scared of me there's nothing wrong with you. Like, he just kept saying, like, everything that resonated with me. And I was, like, the only one fighting it. Like, I was sitting there looking around like, y'all don't feel this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, like, dying. Oh, he had something for I'm you like, directly. 
It's in my belly. Mm-hmm. You know when they say it's in your belly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was in my belly. And my mom started like rubbing my back and I just started screaming. Like I started going, ah! Like, because it felt so good. Really? It felt so good that I just started screaming and I've never felt that feeling ever again. Like in that moment, that was just like, the I just started like screaming. It was overwhelming. Prophetess Jet turned around mm. and started looking at me, speaking in tongues. And I, I couldn't say anything. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I can't run from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where am I going to go? Got to deal with her now. I've been yeah. scared scared of her for like 19 years. <laughs> like, because we've been going to the holiness convocation since before I was born. Okay. So I've been scared of her for all these years. And now she's like, Mm-hmm. And she grabs me and she starts comforting me and telling me, like, this is for you and all this other stuff. And I, listen, baby, after that moment, mm-hmm. that was my God encounter. And okay. after that moment, nobody can't tell me anything, okay, mm-hmm. about me. Okay. It was like God grabbed me by the collar and was like, uh-uh, you ain't going to be like these other ones, <laughs> okay? <laughs> You're going to be authentic. You're going to be who you are, who I made you to be. You're going to live your life. Like, ever since then, I moved to Oakland after that. Okay. And ever since then, mm-mm, you can't tell me nothing about my sexuality. Okay. You can't tell me nothing about what I love, what I don't love, what I like, what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And that's why I get annoyed with other opinions. It's kind of like... You have to let people have their experience. I had my God encounter, and God told me himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, and I felt it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like an experience. And I remember oh, like yeah, months down the line, I remember months down the line, Prophetess Jet came up to me, and she was like, are you married yet? And I was like, I was like, I'm not married. And she was like, Good, cause that that way not just for, that's not for you. And I was like, okay, so she so she knows. She knows. <laughs> she's she's, 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 she's one on. of the real ones. Because bless him. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Prophetess Jet. <laughs> Prophetess and Bishop Jet. Uh, yes, yes. I, I, we I appreciate love those kinds of, of experiences. Yeah, yeah like I, even just talking about it, like I could just feel mm-hmm. it, like. Just going from being fearful and mm-hmm. being like, oh, my gosh, I'm so scared in this moment. Mm-hmm. All eyes on me. Yeah. To being comforted, like mm-hmm. instantly, like loved and to where I couldn't my physical body couldn't bear it. Wow. Like, that's what it was. It was like my physical body could not even stand that. OK. I had one of those experiences. It, I'm for me. I'm just going to admit I'm a little bit more hard headed. So. I've had I've had to be told several times and reminded by God several times because <laughs> I I didn't I didn't want really he is anything. Go ahead. Yeah, I really didn't want anything to do with church. Eventually, that was always my thought. Like I'm yeah. out of here. I don't want I don't want to be a part of this. I don't feel like there's a benefit for me here. Yeah. Um, and I do. There are people that gave me glimpses of of hope and God. Like to show me that I, God is here, right? But I knew I was, I belonged outside. But there was a specific experience um, when I went to the Youth Congress. Um, it was a summer Youth Congress where all the the young adults and like teenagers and um, went for a week. And this one was um, in Monterey. Mm-hmm. And 
are you familiar with Joyce Rogers? Yeah. Rest in peace, right? Um, she was the speaker that night and her message was just so powerful, but it was the atmosphere of everybody in the room connecting and all of us understanding what she was saying to us because you can you could tell the presence of God was in there after and so I went up for prayer reluctantly but I went with my cousin Renisha <laughs> we were both at the youth congress that summer and and it's so funny because she never went to youth congresses but we went right and she said something to me that stuck with it scared me mm-hmm. um, she said God is going to restore your manhood and going to make you great, right? And I always looked at that like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm not a man. Yeah. But what I felt she was saying was, don't let them take it away. And don't let yourself take it away. You are. You know what I mean? Sometimes we allow the voices of others to determine who we see ourselves as. Right, right. right. And and I always saw myself as less than. Mm-hmm. So I had to constantly be reminded by people along the way. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, I really didn't feel that, feel it connected for me until I was outside completely. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening to... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with what's her name. Um, not what's her name. Um, she's she's goes by Hood Healer on Instagram. Hood Healer, is, yeah. Imani, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to one of her lives, and people, you know, often like associate her with like being a hateful person. But I I connected with one of her messages where she was like, "You need to really like repent and like you know get." get it together because you do believe right there right. are things god wants to do for you. you like this is basically not a warning but just like a shaking right yeah and i remember just feeling like oh god like what have i not what have i done in the sense of i'm wrong but I've ignored you this whole time. Yes. I have have chosen to ignore you based off of what people were telling me I was and was not. And you have been there the whole time showing me, talking to me. And I was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I I remember, like, some of the best, best experiences I've had, I have with God is in the shower. Yeah. Like, literally just, like, cleansing, right? And so I just remember just, like, falling to my knees, like, if you give me... A, ch- a chance I'm going to make sure I do it right yeah and ever since then things have just been like elevating for me just yeah. crazy right yeah so I think that I've always had moments um but that was one of the first ones where I knew somebody was speaking to me specifically yeah but I was just unwilling to accept yeah but it was still a God moment because I knew God was talking to me and it goes back to when you have these experiences with people mm-hmm. and you decide to go outside yeah. and, and separate, yeah. you forget, like, when I separated, like I said, like, you have faith. It just follows, right? It's I like, love that. That's your thing. It's you know, yours. That's, Why would it yours? be there? So, 
it's still there and then we just ignore it and yeah. forget like we just feel like oh because we're not in the sanctuary or in these mm-hmm. four walls that i don't have that connection but no it's just it's still with you and you still have to nurture it you still have to you know feed it and grow because it belongs to you it never belonged to anyone else no no never did and it's i think it strengthens when you're outside because that's like I, i i made a post one time and i think it upset people i said I graduated from from church, right? Mm-hmm. And this was just a feeling, right? I'm I'm not ever not, you know, going to step in church or things like that. But I just said it in the sense that if you're always going to be going to church Monday, Sunday, um, Thursday for all of these things, and you never take it outside, if you can't step out away from church for a month, yeah, you're still a baby. Yeah, and you know, there's no application. Church, <clears throat> we love church. You we know do. that. Yeah. We do. I love you church know, so much. So much. We are church boys, but very churchy. One of the thoughts that I have around that is, if you're always doing church with the same mm-hmm. people in the same place. When do you have time to actually be spiritual alone yeah. and to grow? And mm-hmm. when do we go outside of these walls? Mm-hmm. When do we actually tap into, you know, justice work? You know, yeah. like that's a part of spirituality. That's a part of, you know, faith. You know, yeah. when do we stop the idea of church and a what's a a social gathering. When do we stop it from being just a social gathering Mm -hmm. that consistently happens and you have to look a certain way, Mm -hmm. you have to operate a certain way Mm -hmm. and navigate the day a certain way, Mm -hmm. right? Traditional and, you know, Mm -hmm. when do we stop doing that? And, And like you said, if we're doing it Sunday church, Sunday night, um, youth night, um, mm-hmm. Monday prayer, Tuesday, Thursday, choir rehearsal. Bible study, choir rehearsal. When do we have time to be spiritual? I mean, I know we all work and I know we all try to deal mm-hmm. with regular life and all of those things. And nothing is wrong with it if it works for you. Some people need you that know, structure. Some people need it and some for people sure. have got to have it. But realizing that I'm different and that there's something within me or part of my life that is just totally different and that it's not going to work. It's, I mean, God, to me, no matter who you believe in, they know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's no different from a teacher teaching students. They know some of their students learn better with working by themselves. Some students work well with a tutor. Some students work well with others. Some students mm-hmm. work better looking at colors and shapes, mm-hmm. you know? And we're, I mean, it's no different. It really isn't. <laughs> I mean, I work well outside. who do you believe in? They're not foolish. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I mean, I hate, I, well, I don't hate to take it there, but even with like astrology, right? Yes. I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Leo. You're a Leo. Yeah. It's a, it's a connection, right? Yes. And, and just the things like, one of the things that is associated with 
being an Aquarius is humanitarianism, you know, and and community work and being an outside thinker. And, you know, I think one of the like misconceptions of like Aquarius is like they're, they're always ghosting. But I think it's because God is speaking to us in a different way than he speaks to other people. Sometimes you need to isolate because how do you hear God's voice if you're always around people? Yeah. And I, I tend to it. You tend to stay longer yeah. so you can get clarity. Yeah. Because when you do come back with something. It's undeniably just true. processing, For right? Sure. Even just the need to to process, you mm-hmm. have to isolate. It's so funny you bring that up because I remember being at a convocation here at the Marriott in Oakland, and I remember shout out to City Center. Okay, so many uh, great experiences. Great experiences mm-hmm. at the Marriott convocation, and it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say uh, I was talking to this uh, lady. She was older than me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? She asked me. She asked me. I didn't bring it up. She asked me, what's your sign? And I said, I'm a Leo. Mm-hmm. And she started talking all these things. And then she stopped. And, she's, and I asked her what, what her sign is. And she started talking about all these things. And then she stopped and was like, but we're not supposed to talk about that. Because, yeah. you know, that's the Zodiac stuff. That's, <laughs> that's not in the Bible. That's not. I said, well, I don't believe that. And she said, what do you mean you don't believe? I said, I don't believe that. I said, I think, you know, knowing your sign is a way of learning some things about yourself. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that everything that is detailed about the sign is about you, but it could help sure. you learn some things about yourself, you know, and I said, I think that astrology has been a, a major part of me For learning sure. about myself mm-hmm. and if it if it was if there was no need for us to deal with it or talk about it, it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. Uh, and so then she was like, "Well, yeah, that's true, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about it outside." Well, ma'am, you brought it you up. You brought it up. Okay, <laughs> you brought it up in front of the hat. Yeah. Uh, but some of my the hat vendor, like okay. greatest connections to people have been the thing the people like I'm really like compatible with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, I feel like. You are the loudspeaker of my thoughts, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always been like that. Like, I've always been like, kind of like the quiet reserve one. So like white you, chicks. Yeah. You said it. Well, you, you were, were thinking, thinking it. it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, I think that's, that's been like something that I've, I've picked up yeah. um, to help me with my faith, right? Mm. Um, you don't have to embody those things right you're not trying to be whatever they're describing if you are those things and it helps you understand yourself and helps you connect with yourself and appreciate that god put that there for you to learn about yourself then what's wrong with that what's wrong with it what's wrong with that you can't sit here and say he created all things and then run from it stones and things (laughs) like that you know what i mean just Whatever get whatever he, she however you believe yes you know like we you can't say that and that was one of the things that she was saying to me it's like uh-uh, we can't but she brought it up like I yeah. said you know and you know it's it's a lot We're y'all, gonna, you were, and and I think too like just just touching on that I think it gives people like that oh okay 
it kind of makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. for people that do follow, you know, um, the zodiacs and astrology and things like that, it you kind of understand when people say, "What's your sign?" Because yeah. they already have like it going in their head. Like you're, you kind of remind me of you know. Yes. And it, and it's usually spot on. Like yes, I'm an yeah, Aquarius. I could do. Yes, I I'm do a little that. weird, but I'm very loving and things like that. I don't really do that. Yeah. That one doesn't really work for me. Yeah. You know, and it's another thing. It's a it's another aspect of faith. Yeah. You know, um, thinking about when. Uh, the moon, your your moon rising, your sun rising, yes. your, you know all of all of those things are a part of astrology and knowing your signs all the way, and yeah. you know your crystals or mm-hmm. when it's a new moon and when it's in a certain sign. I think those are all very important um, aspects of faith. It you know, is. people look forward to that, just like individuals look forward to. To um, going to church mm-hmm. and having a celebration or a worship service, mm-hmm. individuals look for sacred moments, Absolutely. you know, and that, and I have been able to find a practice that works for myself that blends the two. Yes, you know. Yeah, um, and you know, you know, that's my thing. Same here. Yeah, you know, we Same talk here. about it all the time. We, yeah. We wear crystals. Do we? Yes. <laughs> and I have them in my room and okay. I charge them and things like that. And the whole armor. The God. whole armor. Okay. What did they have on the breastplate? Okay. What did they have on the breastplate? Okay. The whole. Okay. So, and I think too, it just, those things don't replace my connection with God, it it, it empowers it. Yes, right? it, it doesn't, adds to it. It, does, it adds to it. Yeah, it, it gives me a better understanding, and a, it me being who I am, it makes me grateful that God sent all of these things to help me understand myself. Yeah, because I do feel good about myself now. There were a lot of things that I didn't understand until certain things were introduced to me, certain mm-hmm. people, certain. Yeah unconventional people who allowed me to practice the way I felt I should. Yeah. And And you felt free to do it. it. Yeah. Well, I had to get away. Yeah. Well, that's something that you you really, you know, that's I'm just speaking. uh, Oh, that's a whole conversation. I'm adding a word in between the word. It's another episode. Okay. It is is another episode because we both ran. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Run. We ran track. <laughs> so <laughs> get out. <laughs> well, you know, um there's so many things that yeah. we're gonna be talking about there are. throughout this podcast. And we could go on and on and on. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Mr. and I could be on the phone for hours. <clears throat> so I we do, could talk for hours. I do have one more question for and you. And hours. And hours. Okay. I do have one more question for you. Are you ready for this one? Okay. This one is deep. Okay. This is the one I said was going to throw you off, right? Okay. Okay. Scandal or how to get away with murder? And why? Oh. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That is a good question because you know we used to love scandal and how to get away with yes. murder. How Faithful. to get away with murder. Murder. <laughs> murder. 
feel like I feel like scandal satisfied the political um, mishaps and stuff for me, like things behind the scenes in the White House, but how to get away with murder gave me like true crime. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> so um, I love Kerry Washington. I love Scandal. Mm-hmm. But, well, Scandal did have some murder, some murders, too. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. It was you know, a, a lot oh, going on with Scandal. Because back in the day, we used to, just, nobody talked to us. We used to be in Don't say studio. anything. Everyone quiet. Yes. Yes. Please. Um, TGIT. Shout out to Shonda. Yeah. God is using her. <laughs> God is using Shonda. Her and her pen. Her pen. <laughs> um, okay. Um... Ooh. I feel like scandal led into how to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. How to get away with murder mm-hmm. took us everywhere. And what I loved. Okay, so I'm going to say how to get away with murder. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. I think because scandal just went on as a show, like, show regularly would go. I liked it and it had like the mystery and you know solving the things and then giving Carrie Washington her shine mm-hmm. and Pop Pope how they would read oh Ooh, yeah Pop Pope would give us a monologue that would read the people Mama film. too okay Mama too Mama too some iconic okay. iconic people yes yeah yes. for sure but and from way back in a different world don't act like we don't know we know they used to be on a different world too okay mm-hmm. but. How to get away with murder, I kind of liked how they would like start at the end and then take yes. you back. And like it was the like rewind. a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Like I loved that. So I'm going to give it to How to Get Away with Murder. The drama, the drama was brought by. That Viola. was really hard for me oh. to process. Mm-hmm. So I told you that was. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Shout out to Kerry Washington. She's been around mm. for it. A long time just killing it, right? And and uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis, though, like, I, for whatever reason, I was just so drawn into her story. And it, for, for me, it was believable, more believable to me. And I was drawn into each story. Like, oh, I yeah. need to solve this before it gets to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me something, like, to work on, which is really great for my mind yeah i mean you can't go wrong with shonda 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 and she's still giving shonda, us good shonda, tv shonda. she's still giving us good tv yes she is um Thank i you, mean shonda. it doesn't even stop i love her we love shonda we love there's you, a shonda. few there's a few more producers that we do love oh, yes as well isa yes i love you Okay, let me, um... You hear that? You hear that tapping? I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I'm just... My water ran out, so my throat is a little dry. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. (laughs) Pray for me, y'all. You know what? Okay, I do feel, towards the end of this, I feel a lot better. I feel like there's a flow. He's warming up. I'm warming up. He's warming up. Yeah. I was a little rusty. I'm not used to public speaking. I haven't spoken in a long time. Yeah, the Lord wanted me to get off the pole. 
<laughs> take a break from the ball. Get no, off. he don't want you to and get off the ball. He wants you to just take a little break and go back on. <laughs> get off before you hurt your shoulder and open up your mouth and say something. Okay. Well, we thank you all for taking the time to listen to us today. We appreciate you listening to the Abandoned Church Boys brought to you by the National Benevolent Association and the Disciples of Christ, Resonate Media Productions, and Unconventional Faith Community. We have a few treats for you all. We are going to play after this a song, a favorite of Mr.'s. It was released in 2016. Here is K. Trinata featuring... Little Dragon, Bullets. Okay. And then after that, we have another song <laughs> that we're going to play. Okay. You brought this song up earlier okay. before we even started recording. And you know it is my jam. It came out in 2001 okay. by Fred Hammond on the mm. In Case You Missed It when he was starting his new label and released all these songs. Okay. And it was sung by Pam Kenyon. Pam, Pam, Pam. Okay. And that was I Anoint Myself. I Anoint okay. Myself. And you know we can bump that. I line. Anoint Myself. Oh, anoint yourself, real. y'all. Stop worrying about other people. And it was just like my mm-hmm. God encounter. You got to just anoint yourself. You can't worry about other people. I anoint myself. Bring my mind back in. Talk to the fucking chairs again. Keep in mind what I gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna work on my CD. I'm gonna scratch it. <laughs> Thank you for listening and tuning in, y'all. Bring somebody up next time. Okay. Come back. Come back.
go what my journey held most things i did not know but i was sure and believe the plan you gave was so secure inside of me And see, came to pull me down. They wrestled deep inside of me. Now the questions come, staring me right in the face, asking me if I am sure. Now, when I need strength to endure, there's one thing that I
Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of posting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.